Hey guys, I'm Sasha. And I'm Joe. We're your hosts and you're listening to the Unveiling Her podcast. Join in on the conversations of two best friends where we cultivate a safe space for women as we have honest, open, and transparent conversations. Tune in every Monday as we get real about faith, culture, relationships, yes, the wins and the fails, as well as the daily struggles we go through as women. Through these conversations, we hope that you are encouraged to pursue Christ as he continues to unveil you into who he has called you to be. Hey guys, welcome back to the Unveiling Her podcast. This is Sasha. Hey, this is Joe, and thank you for tuning in. And yes, welcome back. Welcome, welcome. Oh, and happy holidays. I feel like we forgot to say that in our last episode, but happy holidays. It's finally like, okay, it's, it's been the Christmas season, but I don't know. I finally feel like I'm finally in the Christmas mood. <laughs> you know what? I agree. Like, I'm not the people that, you know, start Christmas on Thanksgiving Day or whatever, but I do feel like I'm in the Christmas spirit now. Like, I'm listening to Christmas music. I'm like, ooh, I need to get decorations for my home like some people like already put up their tree like before thanksgiving and i was like y'all doing the most no i don't think it's doing the most i think that i don't know normally okay so last year i did because the tree makes me happy okay this must yeah but this little go around this year i just didn't have the time i literally just put up my tree yesterday and i think that's why i'm more in a like christmas spirit like i decorated a little bit um, my friends came to help me and then mm-hmm. yeah I think that's why I'm more in the Christmas spirit because I actually like see my Christmas tree up so yeah maybe that's what I need to do I need to I've never been the one to like decorate for seasons yeah like, I about to say I've yeah I'm very heard. like minimal like I'm just like nope I like everything just how it is but you know for fall I bought like a little thing and like a little what's that little hand wipe what is it called? Like the towel, the drying towel that said happy fall. And I was like, oh, okay, I feel good. So I, need to, <laughs> I need to do a little more for Christmas. I think you, friend, I really do think you should get a small tree. It doesn't have to be like a big tree. I think you should just get like a small one. Like a Charlie Brown tree. Yeah. And at least just put it up. I feel like it will really change your, I don't know. I, I personally feel like once you have some like Christmas decor, especially the tree, you just feel yeah. jolly and just like. Uh, Christmas season yeah yeah I definitely still feel like excited and like you know this is Advent season like you're very joyful and just remembering um the reason but yeah I need to do better with my decorations yes oh I'm happy you brought that up the reason because Jesus is still the reason for the season you guys like that's what Christmas is really all about like it's fun to decorate it's fun to decorate it's fun to put up the tree but we can't forget what the season is all about See, bringing it back to Jesus. Right. Always, always. But yes, so um, before we get started with talking about our topic for today, we, you know, we always do our questions, question for each podcast. And, you know, honestly, today I didn't have like a super deep question. Um, My question was just, how are you? How are you feeling? Um, Previously before, there's this thing that's called an emotional wheel that has been going on. I know, especially like in in therapy and counseling sessions, because I was exposed to it when I used to do um, counseling and this, my counselor at that time, she was like, oh, like point to the wheel and tell me how you're feeling. And I looked at it for a little bit and I pointed to like some sad ones, like depressed and all that. And she was, that's when she told me like, it's okay to feel that way. 
and saying like, I feel this way, but not saying that this is who I am. So that really helped me. And then a few weeks ago at my job, this counselor came and she gave us these wheels. And um, so, yeah, I just wanted to just us open up a little bit, like, how are we truly feeling more than just like, oh, I'm happy. I'm good. You know, that's like the new normal to say, I'm good, girl. But like, how are you truly feeling? So honestly, I'll start. Um, I don't really see it on the wheel, but I know when we first got on, I was like, oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> like, honestly, I just felt like tired and um, just drained. This was a long week. Like, I, don't, I mean, it was like a busy week. It was a short week, honestly, one by fast, but it was such a busy week. And I felt like I was on the go all the time. So I felt exhausted, but also relieved in a sense. So that's how I'm feeling. What about <clears throat> you, Frank? Yeah. Um, thanks for bringing up the emotional wheel. This is the first time I've ever encountered it. And um, I think that you guys should look at it too, because just like Jonique said, like they have more feelings on there. And I know that sometimes like it can be really difficult to express the way you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we just gravitate or we, we kind of just go to like normal, like not normal words, but just like more surface level words like happy, sad, angry. But this wheel has so many more emotions and feelings. And I think it can be a great way to help you really start to like um, express, learning how to express your emotions better just because there are just more emotions to pick from. So I implore all of y'all to look at it. But I would say that similar to you, Joe, I had a very long week just because this is finals week. For all my students out there, you know, finals weeks is always crazy. There's always, there's always so much stuff to submit, their exams. So I started off the week just like overwhelmed and um, just wanting the week to be over with. But now that the week is over with, I feel like similar to you, I just feel relieved. I think that's exactly how I feel at the moment. I just feel relieved. And I just feel like maybe that's why I also feel like I can finally enjoy the Christmas season because I'm not so tensed up or constantly thinking about like exams and what do I have to do for school? Like I can just be, you know, and just be still and not think about that. And so I feel relieved at the moment and it, and it feels, and it feels good. So. Listen, I, one more week for me and then I'm definitely going to feel ecstatic. One more week until Christmas break. So I'm yeah. glad you got through your finals and stuff. Oh, you've got this friend. Just want to seven more days is it seven or five five more days it's five five, five more school days <laughs> you've got this you've got this but yeah I love that we um yeah. we got to do that and also I just think it's important to do that because as we come to the end of the year I feel like you can experience so many different emotions and so I think it's really important well, to like identify yes. like where am I right now yeah. you know before yeah. we move on move into the next um 2023 season that's so crazy I how I believe that oh my gosh yeah this I, yeah <laughs> this year was running I feel like we said that all throughout the year like we were like man, man how's it already August or how's it already September but no this year had some some feet on it because <laughs> <laughs> some feet on it no for real this year We'll talk about this at a at another uh, episode, but this year has gone by so fast, and it really has. it's hard to believe that it's already twenty twenty three. But just like you said, like there's so many emotions to feel as we're ending and wrapping up the year, especially when there's a lot going on, you know, around us in our personal lives, and you know, the life of 
culturally, you know, everything you're seeing and stuff. So it could cause you to feel all types of ways. So yes, tap in to the emotional will so you can see and just kind of express how you're truly feeling and also share with others. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, moving on to our topic for today. So last week we talked about the desires of our heart. And we talked about bad desires, but we also talked about good desires and how sometimes those good desires um, can become idols in our lives. So I think that this episode is a good follow-up to that because, Mm -hmm. you know, while you're, you know, there's also, there's always a process to get that good desire that you, that you feel like God has promised you. And that process is called the waiting season. And irrespective of what you're waiting for, whether you're waiting for something, you know, maybe you see it as something small, or maybe it's something so much more bigger and profound. We all go through a season of waiting. Mm-hmm. And before we even start talking, I just wanted to start with this verse that just has really been very helpful and comforting to me. And it is Ecclesiastes 3.11. And it says, he has made everything beautiful in his time. So yeah, I hope that just resonates with you as we even dive deeper into this topic. But yeah, we're talking about wedding season. So let's get into it. My question for you, Joe, is have you ever found yourself in a wedding season? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And I wouldn't say it was the worst, honestly, but it was a hard season. Not even going to lie. And it honestly, like, we can be honest, I feel like we're still waiting on something. You know, we're always going to be waiting on something, whether it's like, like we've been talking about desires or waiting on, you know, God to open up a door for you. Like it's still a moment of waiting, but um, a waiting season I found myself in. And honestly, I realized like this season is one of the best seasons for me. Um, And that's simply because I've heard this before, but it said we can be wealthy in one area and short in another. So that means that, like I said before, like it's always like we're going to be waiting on something. And just this previous season, I was, I mean, I'll say it all the time. Well, I don't say it all the time, but I feel like I'm getting more like open to sharing it. I was in a, a really like hard place last season of my life, like around last year and just really broken and hurting and just waiting on God to honestly send me, you know, community and send me people that could really help me. And I remember just in that season, I just felt like, oh, wow, this is a waiting period. Like, um, God is, is really molding me. And that's what I had to get to a a point of seeing like, okay, in this season, God is, is molding me. He's protecting me. Um, and there's a reason why I'm waiting and I had to get to the, sorry, I'm probably going on, but I had to get to the point that to realize that like, okay, a good, whatever I'm waiting on, a good father wouldn't give me something prematurely. Why? Because I could possibly kill my purpose. Mm-hmm. So if he gives me something that I'm not ready for, then that would make him the great and awesome father that he is. So he, God is all knowing. And I love that scripture that you brought up in Ecclesiastes because it's like, he's, he's all knowing he's at the beginning and the end of something. And so why would the Lord give me something that he knows that I'm not truly ready for, even when it feels like I am. So I have definitely been in a waiting season. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Amen. Girl, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. 
I second all of that. Yes. Um, and you're right. I feel like we're always going to be waiting on something. I've heard it said that, you know, once you get out of one waiting room, it's like you get catapulted into another waiting room. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so true because I think back to my life and I just think like, man, like, why am I always waiting on something, you know? And, and I feel like it's the, the flesh in me, you know, that yes. just has the desire to control, you know, I want to be, the, I want to be in control of my life. And when right. I think about that, what it, what the flesh really desires is I somewhat desire to be the God of my own life. You know, I want to call the shots. I want to, um, you know, when I say I want to get married at this age, I want it to happen. Or if I want to have kids at this age, or if I want this job, or if I want this house, like in, in, in essence, we all desire to be in control. And I think that that's why the waiting period is so difficult because it's a time where we're once again, you know, um, confronted with the fact that you're not in control you know you're not in control of your life I know that especially in this day and age where you know where people love to manifest and different things like that I think it creates a false narrative that you can be the god of your life that you can be in control when in reality you're not and you will never be in control so yes waiting seasons are hard um I love God but I hate waiting (laughs) Um, and that's just even in my real life too like I don't enjoy waiting at when I go to the grocery store and I see a long line, I'm always trying to skip to whatever line I can see is the shortest because I don't like waiting. Um, I don't like wait. I don't like waiting in traffic. Um, I just don't enjoy waiting, especially even when you go to the doctor, like mm-hmm. I don't enjoy waiting, you know? And I think that um, there's so many good things that can come about from our waiting seasons. If we, you know, change our perspective one, once in like, that's the first thing, changing your perspective about it. But also like, there's so negative, there's so many negative things that we deal with um, when you're in a waiting season. And I feel like, you know, in the past and even currently, because I feel like I am in a waiting season as well, there are just so many lies that I've had to, um, I've had to um, come against because whoosh, while you're waiting, there are just so many different things that um, negative feelings that you can deal with. For one, um, feeling forgotten you know, Mm -hmm. while you're in the waiting, you can feel forgotten by God. Um, Also feeling like God doesn't care, you know, God cares enough for the next person, but I'm still here. I'm still waiting. So you can feel like God doesn't care about you. Um, You can also feel like God is withholding something good from you. Like, Mm -hmm. and so there's just so many different things that we deal with while in the waiting season. And I think that's why we decided to talk about it today, because like we said, like Joe said, like, everyone's going to be waiting at some point in their life for something, whether you're waiting for healing, maybe you're, you know, maybe you're experiencing sickness or you have a family member who's experiencing sickness and you're waiting for healing um, or you're waiting for marriage or you're waiting for a job or you're waiting for a house or you're waiting to get into school. I waited a long time to get into this program I'm in. Um, So yeah, but, but let's talk about it. Girl, you already talking about it. (laughs) You already said a mouthful and it was so, so good. Like just going back to what you said, like control. Honestly, we we don't wait well because we want to be in control of our lives. And I love that you brought that up because, you know, we talked about this before, but like control is such an illusion. Like sometimes the Lord be making us think like we're in control of our lives. But and honestly, we're not like, we're not in control. God is in control. And so I love that you brought that up. Like, and there's other moments and times like where we don't wait. Well, we learned that, um, just even in the smallest things, like you said, going to the grocery store and not wanting to wait in line and 
all of those things should be an eye opener to us. Like, dang, like, why am I so impatient? And mm. really, I feel like that's what it is. It's like us just being so impatient. And, and that causes like that anxiousness. Like, oh my gosh, I need to do this now. I need this now. And I just love that you brought those, those things up, like not waiting well. And um, just even when it comes to desires, and I, I agree that this is such a good follow-up with our previous topic, um, just the desires of our hearts. Sometimes we have to wait on them and it's hard. And I thought about this um, woman in the Bible who I just love her story, but it's Hannah. And Hannah is um, Samuel's um, mother. If Samuel was a prophet, but Hannah, um, I think it was in first Samuel and second Samuel, her story, um, first Samuel one and two. But if you don't know Hannah's story, Hannah was a woman who was married. Um, her husband had, I think, two wives and she couldn't get pregnant. And so she uh, waited on the Lord. She prayed earnestly. I mean, she was like a woman who who knew God, you know, but yet God was withholding that from her at that time. And I just thought it was so crazy, like how her husband's other wife, she was like provoking her. And I think that sometimes that's what we what happens. And like you said, like the enemy brings all these lies whenever we're waiting on something. Because her husband's other wife, she was like provoking her, like, because she couldn't get pregnant and she could, you know, so it's like those things were happening around Hannah and, um, you know, caused her to really feel some type of way. But she went to the temple of the Lord and she prayed from her heart, honestly. And then that's when God, um, he blessed her and, and allowed her to get pregnant. And so I just thought, you know, about her story because even though she she wanted to have a baby, even though God didn't give the, her that yet at that time, um, she still like gave herself over to prayer. She still uh, trusted the Lord. You know, she gave him that desire truly. And um, she was just faithful to him. And then he he allowed her to 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 bear a, a child. And now that child, I mean, with Samuel, Samuel was the one who um, ended up anointing David. So it's like without Hannah's prayer, there would be no Samuel and there would be no David. You know what I mean? So it's like, she was a woman who, who waited well, even though it was hard for her. And so I like that you brought up the fact that, you know, while we're waiting, we have to be cognizant of those lies that the enemy will try to bring into our, our, our minds. Like, oh, you will never get pregnant. You will never have a, a husband or a healthy family. You will never get that job. You would never, you know, get that, that desire of your heart. It's like, you need to declare with your mouth. Like, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Those are lies. Because if not, we will still, we will play on those those thoughts. And then, you know, so a man thinks, so is he, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. um, it is so important, like during this waiting season to be aware of even true what God has said, God is not a man that he shall lie. So if he told you you're getting married, you're getting married. You know, if he told you, you will have a family that will happen. God is not a person that, or a man who will, will go back on his word. Like everything that he comes out is either it's yes and amen, like it will come to pass. And so, um, I, yeah, I, it's so important during this season of your life to know and listen to, to listen, knowing God's voice, hear his voice and trust in that word. Um, yeah. And, and not believe in the lies of Satan. Mm, yes. Go off sis. Mm. <laughs> you said so many good things right now. Um, yeah, I feel like, what did I want to say? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I love that you did bring up Hannah um, because honestly, there are multiple people in the Bible that yeah. waited. 
Abraham waited for the promised son. Um, Joseph waited in Joseph waited for a long time to be to become or to fulfill the dreams that God gave him long ago. Um, Hannah waited like there's so many people in the Bible that just waited. Jesus waited. Okay, mm-hmm. and I think that should tell us something. If Jesus, the Son of God, fully God, fully man, had to wait, it means you're gonna have to wait too, sis or bro, whoever's listening to this. Like, so you know, waiting is just inevitable. Um, but we see how these people waited in the Bible, and I love that we can go back to them and see how they were able to wait well. And even within their waiting well season, they still had some some mess ups in the process. We know that Abraham, in his waiting, gave into his wife's um wishes to you know make a family through her through the servant Hagar so we still see their mess ups and I love that the bible includes that because while you're waiting you can have like your feelings I feel like it's a roller coaster ride like and I tell God this all the time I feel like 10 a.m on a Wednesday morning I'm like yes Lord I love this season thank you that you have me waiting and then by 3 p.m I'm like God what are you doing what are you doing up there (laughs) like is it going to happen or not? Yeah. Um, and even like the anxiety and the uncertainty that can come about from that. Like, I feel like during the waiting season, you can, you can experience a lot of anxiety because you can feel like, okay, Lord, are you going to do this? Is this ever going to happen to me? And then you can, and you can believe the lies that God is, he will never, he will never let that happen for you. Like he will never do that for you. And then you start to believe that God is withholding something good from you. And that is one thing I have had to learn to really like get rid of like this idea that God is withholding something good from me um because it's a desire of my heart because if you believe that God is withholding something good that means you don't believe he's a good father because I don't know any good father that will will hold something good from their child you know what I mean like um so I had to really like get myself out of that thinking because it was it was interrupting and affecting the way I view God as a whole like just even his character like is he a good God do I believe he's a good God so um yeah we really have to check our 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 thoughts um because then it becomes to deceive he comes to um still kill and destroy um and he's going to use that desire that you have and he's going to use it as a place to to cause you to stumble use it as a place to cause you to lose faith um it always makes like everything I know we talk a lot but every time we talk about certain topics. I always think about like Eve in the garden and how like he deceived her and made her think that the fruit that God had told her, don't eat of this. He he lied to her and told her like, no, God's withholding something good from you. He doesn't want you to be like him. And that's why he's told you not to eat, eat, eat of it, you know? And in reality, what he was telling her was God is withholding something good from you. And that's kind of what caused her to stumble. So yes, I feel like checking our, our thoughts are, are so important. Um, but yeah uh, but yeah but let's even going back to the desires of our heart like Mm -hmm. what I really learned from that like that's why I feel like Hannah's story is so unique and so good Mm -hmm. because we see how she prayed for this thing you know and she waited for a child and um God eventually opened her womb and gave her the child but she gave the child right back to God that always like like I feel like that was something that really just messed up messed me up because I was just like how can you wait so long for something? God finally answers a prayer and then you give it back. And so that just showed me that something else that this waiting season is supposed to teach us is that no matter what your desire is, let it never take God's place. Let it, let it never become your, let it never um, become your number one so that right. if God does call you to give it back, you can give it back at a heartbeat. You know what I mean? And so that's what I've learned. I've learned that even while I'm waiting, 
the thing that I'm waiting for is never going to fulfill me. The thing that I'm waiting for is never going to, it's not going to fulfill. Like you're going to get that thing that you've been waiting for. And guess what? You're only going to be like, wow, is this it? I thought, I thought that, I thought that, um, that place of that emptiness that I felt was going to be fulfilled with this. And you realize it's not. And then that's what causes people to look, okay, let me look for the next best thing, or let me go do this, or let me go do that. And it's because whatever it is that you're waiting for on the other side, nothing. And I mean, there's nothing, there's no marriage, there's no husband, there's no child, there's no job, there's no school, there's no house, there's no car, whatever it is you're waiting for, it can never replace the relationship that we have with God and who he is. So that's what I've learned too. Like I've learned that whatever's on the other side is, is it will never be enough. So in this season, God has to be enough. So, you know, this is too good. Like I'm going to listen to this again, whenever we put this out there, but yes. Oh my gosh. You brought up just two things that just made me think of. Yes. I totally agree. And you brought up when you talked about Abraham and how sometimes when we wait on something, when we're, kind of impatient or when we're like we've been waiting long even if it wasn't even his idea but still like God gave him that promise and he had the choice to say like no wife like we're not going to do this we're going to wait on the Lord but instead he listened to that advice of his wife and that just reminded me like sometimes truly when we're waiting on something we can like you said we can birth something or we can do something that's an Ishmael while we're waiting on our our Isaac and so it's like we can whatever is not God's like kind of like perfect will or God's like promise to us, we can go in and want something else. That's not truly that because we're waiting on something. Um, and so it's like kind of like settling, not that, you know, Ishmael was, he was a settler, but you know what I mean? So it's just us trying to do something on our, our own. And then also, um, Oh, I hope it comes back to me because I just forgot. Um, when you talked about, there was something you just said, Oh, wait, what did you just say? What was the last thing you just said? Uh, about the desires of our heart never fulfilling us. That- yes, thank you. <laughs> that was such a, like, yes, I totally agree. We can always get something. And then when we get it, we're like, this is, oh, okay. Like, yeah, this is good. But we have a God-sized void in our hearts that only God can truly fill. Yes. And so when we're trying to fill everything else, else up with that. We're going to end up empty and alone and that's why people sometimes talk about like how celebrities and people who are famous they have all this stuff but yet they still feel empty or they still go through these emotional things because at the end of the day you can have all of those things in the world but only God can truly fill up that void Mm -hmm. and um that was just a perfect reminder but let's kind of talk about how so people are people know like okay everybody knows we have these waiting moments. We have these waiting seasons when you're just like still waiting on something that you're believing God for. But how do we wait well? Mm-hmm. Like we we're talking about, okay, like, yes, I get it. I'm in a waiting season. Yes, I know that God, you know, won't give me anything um, prematurely. But um, how do I wait well? Yeah. So what would you tell someone? Ooh, well, I would tell you that, um, my dear friend, I too am still learning how to wait well. <laughs> but um, I think some things that I have learned is, for one, going back to the fundamental, 
I think that when you're in a waiting season, because there's so many different voices that can be in your head, whether it's a negative voice, whether it's um, just like you said, the voices of others who are telling you, who are influencing you. And, you know, maybe they're not believers or maybe they're um, not encouraging you in like a godly way. I think you have to just be cognizant of like what you're allowing in your space one um, and going back to the fundamentals of just going back to who is God, like, and going back to his character, because I think that when your circumstance, when you don't understand, like where you're, where you're going, like where the circumstance is going to lead, what you can always go back to and fall back to is, okay, but I know who, I know who the author is. I know God's character. Like no one can, no one can try to tell me anything else about God because I've spent time with him. I've spent time in his word. So I know who he is. He said, he's a good God. He said that he has a, he has, um, a plan to give you hope in the future. He said that he doesn't withhold any good thing from you. He said that he's a promise keeper. So I can go back to hit the fundamentals of who he is so that while I'm waiting, irrespective of what the enemy tries to, to bring in my head or irrespective of what friends might say or whatever whatever outside influence is coming around you at, the t- at that time, I can stay rooted in, well, no, I know this is who my God is. So I don't know what this situation, I don't know when this waiting period is going to be over. Um, but I know what he says about me. You know what I mean? Like, and I know that I can trust him. Um, whether he gives me the thing or he doesn't, you know, yeah. I remembered like the, the, was it three or four of them that were, um, what's their names? Um, <laughs> that they were in the fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know what's in my head? Veggie Tales. Because I remember watching that as a kid. <laughs> the three he- Hebrew boys. Um, um, I can't remember their names Meshach, right now. Yeah, Meshach, Abednego, and some, yeah. someone else. But I just remember how, like, they were so rooted in God. And so, like, whether God does it or not, we still won't believe what you say. We still won't bow to your God. And I feel like we have to get to that point where it's like, you know what? Whatever, like, thoughts I have of my waiting season, whatever negative, whatever anything one else says, I'm still going to believe, I'm still going to trust in God. And I'm just going to keep my faith in him because those are, you, you need to have faith in this season. You need to have trust, like, um, in order to like really get through this waiting season. So that's one thing that I would say. Um, but I'll let you go next. What's, what's another thing you will say, Joe? All right. I, I remember their names now. It's Shadrach, Meshach. Shadrach, and Abednego. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yes, I agree to what you said. And then I just thought about some scriptures, um, honestly, um, on how to wait well, because I don't know, like kind of like you're saying too, uh, what helped me is really honestly, like I said before, what helped me is knowing that there is a reason that I'm waiting. I may think I'm ready for something, but I may not actually be ready for it because God, God knows either God knows I'll fumble it if he gives it to me early, or he knows that it will hurt me more than what I think, um, what I think it will, if he gives it to me. So, um, one scripture that I, um, just think about is in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. Uh, 31. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but it says, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. There's also a translation that says like those who wait, um, who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And so just knowing that as I'm waiting, honestly, and I can attest to this truly when I wait on God, when I've waited on something, when I wait on God, it does, he does build my strength. And so kind of like you were saying, like some days I'm like, yes, God. And then like moments later, I'm like, okay, Lord. But at the end of the day, he starts renewing my strength again, like to be 
ready and continue to wait well. And so being patient with that, knowing that um, no time is wasted. Like whenever we're waiting, no time is wasted. And when you're waiting on something, that doesn't mean you just be still like as far as like not do anything. So sometimes when we wait, we just feel like, oh, I, I'm waiting on something. So I'm just going to stay in bed all day until that thing comes. Like, no, whatever God has given you now, work with that. Whatever God is, is, you know, blessing you with now or, you know, whether it's a job, career, whatever, whatever role you have, still be faithful to that as you're waiting on God to open up another door. And um, yeah, that's, that's what helped me, honestly, knowing that no time is wasted when I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. Um, yeah. And even knowing that, like during our waiting season, just like you said, this is not a period to just not do anything. Like, you know, continue to do the last thing that God told you to do. Continue to serve if he's told you to serve. Continue to show up at your job. If he, maybe you're waiting for a new job, but this is where he has you now. Continue to show up and show up with a good attitude. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just a season to just like sit sit around and not do anything, but it's a season to, you know, be faithful and to trust, but to continue doing the last thing he told you to do. So yeah, that's, that, that's really good. And yes, I love that you said no time is wasted um, because really like the waiting season is a season of, you know, pruning God is, you know, removing things from you um, and replacing them with, with good things, with godly things. Um, it's a season of character development and, He's trying, like, just like you said, it's a, it's a season of preparation. He's trying to prepare you for whatever is coming next. So don't see it as a wasted season or see it as, um, or, or even compare. That's another thing. During the waiting season, you can find yourself comparing yourself to others or comparing your season to others. And that always leads to destruction. We talked about jealousy and envy. We've talked about comparison. And sometimes those feelings stem about during a waiting season. So don't allow the enemy to use um, those things to make you envious of your friends or jealous or and things like that. So yeah, I was, I was going to say something else that about the waiting season that you can do, but I think we hit at least the main ones. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I agree. I just... You know, seeking God and trusting him. Um, yeah, like waiting well, continue to do whatever it is that you have now, like whatever God is placing your heart now to do. But mm-hmm. yeah. So there's a song that I just think is so perfect for this season of of waiting. And I mean, of course, everybody probably heard it before, but it's Wait on the Lord by Maverick City. Um And, you know, it's just like, it even has that scripture, Isaiah chapter 40, you know, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. And so just wait on the Lord. But seriously, like, um, he will, God will truly give you strength. And I, I'm now when I, when I speak or say something, it's from experience. It's not just, oh, I, I heard this. I heard my mom or my grandmama say this, or I've read this in my Bible, but I've experienced truly God giving me new strength as I waited on him. And um, knowing that at the end of the day, only God can truly fulfill us. And so those reminders and those experiences has helped me, even as I wait for future things that I want God to do. And listen, I just even thought about, you know, there are some things that God has placed on our heart to do. But if we can be honest, he's waiting on us to do some things too, Mm. honestly. And so um, there are moments that we have to, whenever God is calling us to do something, we're like, I'm waiting on God to open this this door. But at the end of the day, God is waiting on you. And 
when we realize when we have a gift or a calling, we are truly um, the people that can help somebody else. We are truly unlocking somebody else's destiny. But if we're not, if we're too busy saying, oh, I'm waiting on God, I'm waiting on God, or I'm waiting on God to see me, my husband, and so that I can do this. But at the end of the day, God can use you without a husband or, you know, without that thing that you're still waiting on. Um, mm-hmm. So there are some moments and times that we have to make sure that we know, like when God is calling us to like, not do anything or not create that Ishmael. But then there are some times when God is like calling us to to move on something that he has placed in our hearts. Yeah, so true. Listen, that Wait on the Lord by Maverick City, that, has, that song has really carried me through some, some real tough times. Um, yeah, and I love because throughout the song, they just keep reiterating that scripture, Isaiah 40, 31. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, I think it's, a perfect song to listen to while you're really in the thick of waiting and but yes and I agree like sometimes God is waiting on you sis you said you wanted a job but you haven't applied you need to get you need to go on indeed and look for applications okay or you want to go to school but you haven't taken the steps to you know do the prerequisites that you need or maybe you need to take an exam so you know God can only do so much. Like you still yeah. have to do your part. This is a partnership with God. You do your part and then he'll do the rest. Faith you know? works. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but amen. I really love that we had this conversation today. This was life-giving to me. I too am also going to re-listen to this, especially because like I said, we're always going to go through um, seasons of waiting. So even when one season is over, God can just put you in another one. So um, yeah, so I hope that you guys were blessed through this. Send it to a friend. If you feel like someone else can, you know, listen to this and benefit from that, please share. Um, cool. But I want to leave you guys with this. Waiting isn't always easy, but waiting on God is always worth it. Mm. For those of you who are waiting, I just want to remind you that you are not forgotten. You're not forgotten about. God does see you. He knows where you're coming from. He knows where you're going. And he does have an amazing plan for you. So just keep on waiting. Just keep on being Um, faithful and trusting him and everything that he has said concerning your life he will surely bring it to pass in his own timing thank you guys for tuning in as always be sure to follow us on instagram at unveiling her podcast if you have any praise reports or testimonials or if you have any question you want to ask us you can also send us an email at the unveiling her podcast at gmail.com but once again thank you guys so much we can't wait to chat with you guys on the next one bye